Welcome to Zikru Daf Siman Member by Avram Goldai and Tirum Rezekas Ksubas Daf Yud, the first parak Basul and Nisais. The Zikru Mesekas Ksubas program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hachazachas Torah. So the three types we're going to focus on. Number one, it was taught in a brisa. Rabbi Mishim and Gamliel said, Ksubas Isha Mina Torah, the Ksuba of a woman comes from the Torah. The more questions whether he holds this, for it was taught in another brisa. When the Pasuk states regarding one who seduces a Na'ara, Kesev Yishkol Kamoha Basulos, he shall pay her silver shkalim in the amount of the settlement that is made to the Basulos, it teaches that the fine paid by the seducer should break the settlement made to the Basulos in the case of one who violates a Na'ara. And the settlement to the Basulos stated in the case of the violator should be like the fine by the seducer. From here, the Chami found support for saying the Ksuba of a woman is from the Torah. Rashi explains that it's learned from calling the fine a mohar, which is associated to gifts and financial arrangements made at the time of marriage. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says that the Ksuba is midevri sovrim. It's only the Rabbanan. So the Gemara suggests reversing the opinion so that Rabbi Shimon Gamliel holds the first view. Alternatively, it answers that the whole b'risa was Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. It was chasri mechzara, missing words, and he was saying the Ksuba for an almana is a derabbanan. Pointing to the Gemara brings several incidents where claims were brought when the chassan did not find dumb. There was a chassan who came before Rabbi Gamliel by Rebbe and said, Rebbe ba'altibu masasi dumb. My Rebbe had relations but did not find blood. But the Kala said, Adam basulani, I'm still a basula. He had them bring two shifchas, one a basula and the other one not, and seated them on the opening of a wine barrel. The breath of the non-basula was fragrant and the breath of the basula was not. Why she explains that the fragrance of the wine had come through the opening of the non-basula. He then seated the kala on the wine barrel, and her breath was not fragrant, proving she was a basula. Raman Gamliel said to the chasm, Go and collect your acquisition. The Gemara asked why Raman Gamliel did not test the kala in the first place, and answered that he had heard about such a test, but never tried it himself. He wasn't sure he was expert enough to perform the test. And it's not property meaning to demean benos Yisrael by testing it on them. And pointing with you, the next mission of states, Basul Ksubasam Masayim Valmana Mana. The Ksuba of a Basul is 200 Zuz, and that of an Almana is a Mana, which is 100 Zuz. A Basul who is an Almana, Grusha, or Chalutza from Arison, her Ksuba, when she remarries, is 200 Zuz, Vyesha and Tainus Basulim, and a claim of Basulim can be made against them. The Gemara asks, what is the origin of the word Almana? And Rav Chana of Baghdad said, Almana Ashem Mana. She's called an Almana because she receives a Mana. When the Gemara asks how this applies to an almana from Arison who gets 200 zuz, it answers that since a widow from Nisun is called an almana, so too one from Arison is called an almana. When the Gemara then asks how the Torah could use the word almana when the Kasuba did not exist then, it answers because the Rabbana in the future were destined to institute almana for her. We see the Torah write something based on the future, such as referring to the third river from Gan Eden that flows from east of Ashur, even though Ashur did not exist at that point. So once again, the three points are number one. It was taught in a bright summer. Shimon Gamaliel said, Ksuba's Isha in the Torah. The Ksuba of a woman comes from the Torah. The more questions whether he holds this, for it was taught in another Bryson. When the Pasuk states regarding one who seduces a Na'ara, Kesev Yishkol Kamoha Basulos, he shall pay her silver shkalim in the amount of the settlement that is made to the Basulos, it teaches, Sheyezeh Kamoha Basulos, Umoha Basulos, Kazet, that the fine paid by the seducer should be like the settlement made to the Basulos in the case of one who violates a Na'ara. And the settlement to the Basulos stated in the case of the violator should be like the fine by the seducer. From here, the Chami found support for saying the Ksuba of a woman is from the Torah. Rashi explains that it's learned from calling the fine a mohar, which is associated to gifts and financial arrangements made at the time of marriage. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says that the Ksuba is midevri sovrim. It's only the Rabbanan. So the Gemara suggests reversing the opinion so that Rabbi Shimon Gamliel holds the first view. 
Alternatively, it answers that the whole b'risa was Rav Shimon Gamliel. It was Chasui Mechzer, missing words, and he was saying the Ksuba for an Almana is a Darabban. Pointing to the Gemara brings several incidents where claims were brought when the Chassan did not find dam. There was a Chassan who came before Rav Gamliel by Rebbe and said, Rebbe ba'alti b'umasasi dam. My Rebbe had relations but did not find blood. But the Kala said, Adain basuani. I'm still a basua. He had them bring two shifchas, one a basua and the other one not, and seated them on the opening of a wine barrel. The breath of the non-basua was fragrant, and the breath of the basua was not. Rashi explains that the fragrance of the wine had come through the opening of the non-basua. He then seated the kala on the wine barrel, and her breath was not fragrant, proving she was a basua. Roman Gamaliel said to the chasm, Go and collect your acquisition. The Gemara asked why Roman Gamaliel did not test the kala in the first place, and answered that he had heard about such a test, but never tried it himself. He wasn't sure he was expert enough to perform the test. And it's not property meaning to demean by testing it on them. And pointing with you, the next mission of states, The ksuba of a basu is 200 zuz, and that of an almana is a mana, which is 100 zuz. A basu who is an almana, grusha or chalutza from Arison, her ksuba, when she remarries, is 200 zuz, and a claim of basuim can be made against them. The Gemara asks, what is the origin of the word Almana? And Rav Chana of Baghdad said, Almana Ashem Mana. She's called an Almana because she receives a Mana. When the Gemara asks how this applies to an Almana from Arison who gets 200 Zuz, it answers that since a widow from Nisun is called an Almana, so too one from Arison is called an Almana. When the Gemara then asks how the Torah could use the word Almana when the Kasuba did not exist then, it answers, Because the Rabbana in the future were destined to institute Almana for her. We see the Torah write something based on the future, such as referring to the third river from Ganadin that flows from east of Ashur, even though Ashur did not exist at that point. Alright, so now we go to our Simmer Duff Yud, and our standard Simmon is a minion of Yidden. A minion of Yidden. So here goes. The minion of Yidden who came to the rabbi to learn how to read a Ksuba for a Basua that was a Daraisa wonder what the wine barrel in the corner was for, which had a ksuba for an almana and a mana taped to it. Once again, it's emotion. The minion of yin, minion of yidin, that must mean we're on duff, yud. The minion of yin who came to the rabbi to learn how to read a ksuba for a basua, that was a daraisa, which reminds us, according to one approach in the Gemara, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel holds, that a ksuba for a basua is a daraisa, learned from Kesev Yishkob Kamohar Basuos, but a ksuba for an almana is a darabanan. So, the minion of Yin who came to the rabbi to learn how to read a ksuba for a basua, that was a daraisa, wonder what the wine barrel in the corner was for, which reminds us Ramagamu Yobar Rebbe performed the wine barrel test to determine if a kal was a basua. He first tested it on shivchas because he was an expert in it, and and it's not proper to be mazalzel to demean the benos Yisrael by testing it on them. So the minion of Yin who came to the rabbi to learn how to read a ksuba for a basua, that was a daraisa, wonder what the wine barrel in the corner was for, which had a ksuba for an almana and a mana taped to it, which reminds us, a widow is called an almana because she receives a mana. When the Gemara then asks how the Torah could use the word almana when the ksuba didn't exist then, it answers, dasin rabbanda masakni mana, because the rabbanda in the future were destined to institute a mana for her. We see the Torah write something based on the future, such as referring to the third river from Ganadin that flows east of Ashur, even though Ashur did not exist at that point. So once again, the minion of Yidin who came to the rabbi to learn how to read a ksuba for a basua that was a daraisa wondered what the wine barrel in the corner was for, which had a ksuba for an almana and a mana taped to it. Alright, now it's time to go to our four blah blah chazara. Da'fav. So the simmer da'fav is a sword. So here goes. The rub waving his sword of destruction. Sword? That must be more on da'fav. 
The Rub waving his sword of destruction, defending his position, that one can have relations with a basul on Shabbos, since the chassan's makalkel, which reminds us, the Gmoron Hayam and Beis asks, Mahu libo what's the halacha regarding having relations with the first time on Shabbos with a basul? And the Gmoron concludes that according to the view that Rub permits it, Rub holds like Rabbi Yehuda that Davashem Miskav and Aser, an unintended act, is Aser, yet he permitted having relations with the basul on Shabbos for whether one holds the the blood is stored in the body, or the blood is the result of a wound, Rub permitted because it's Mikalka, he's acting destructively. And Rub holds a Gruyuda, the Dabashim Miskavan is mutter when it's destructive. So the Rub waving his sword of destruction, defending his position, that one can have relations with the Basul on Shabbos, since Ochazin is Makalkel, pushes way through a tight entrance, despite dislodging pebbles. Which reminds us, Rub has to challenge Shmuel's opinion that would stay in the basement of Shavrav, that having relations with the first time on Shabbos is forbidden from a mission in Nida, which stated that regarding a Tinokas, if her time to reach the age of menstruation has arrived, but she has not yet had her period, and she gets married, Basil say we give her until Mosi Shabbos for a total of four nights, which seems to imply that if he did not yet successfully have relations with her, he may have relations with her on Shabbos. Rava's second answer is that the mission is referring to when he already had relations on the first night, and the Gemara explains that the mission is coming to teach it's mutter to have relations on Shabbos, even though some bleeding might result. As Shmuel said, It's permitted to enter a tight opening on Shabbos, even though it causes pebbles to fall. Shmuel follows Rabbi Shimon's opinion that Davashem is is mutter. An unintentional act is mutter. So the rub waving his sword of destruction defending his position, that one can have relations with the basul on Shabbos, since Ochasen is makalkel, pushes way through a tight entrance despite dislodging pebbles to inform Ochasen he's potter from Krishma even on Shabbos. Which reminds us of Yosef challenged Shmuel's opinion that it's forbidden to have relations for the first time on Shabbos from a mission in Brachas that stated, Chasim patim mekriyashma laila harishon ad mozi Shabbos. A chasim is marrying a basul as patim from kriyashma from the first night of marriage until mozi Shabbos, if he didn't do the act of having relations. Now this implies that this exemption applies even on Friday night based on the fact he's preoccupied because he wants to have relations with her and is not sure whether his beer will be successful. We see from here that one may have relations for the first time with the basul on Shabbos. Abai's defense that he's not permitted to have relations, and the reason for the exemption is Mishum Tirda, that he's preoccupied with his previous failure to have completed the act on previous nights, is refuted. Davzain, so the symbol of Davzain is a gun. So here goes. The temer of the chasm of the Almana and Alman, who are waiting to do a seven-gun salute, gun salute, that must move on Davzain, gun. The ten men of the chasna of the Almana and Alman were waiting to do a seven-gun salute for the one-time recital of Sheva Brachas, which reminds us, we learned from Boaz and Rus, that Sheva Brachas are recited when an Alman marries an Almana. And then when Rav Huna said that when an Almana marries an Alman, she does not require Sheva Brachas, he meant, Eina tuna bracha koshiva, tuna bracha. She does not require Sheva Brachas for all seven days, but she does require Sheva Brachas for the first day. So the ten men of the chasna of the Almana and Alman we're waiting to do a seven-gun salute for the one-time recital of Sheva Brachos after the Masada Kedushin recited the Birchaz Erison, which reminds us the Gemara gives a text of a Birchaz Erison and teaches that there's a Malchokas on how to conclude the Bracha, whether to end with the Hitulanos and Nesuos all Yedei Chupa V'Kedushin and permit us to those women who are Nesuos through Chupa and Kedushin and not with a concluding Bracha since it's like a Bracha on fruit 
or a mitzvah, or to end it with the bracha of Mekadosh Yisrael, Aidei Chupa B'Kedushin, who sanctifies Yisrael through Chupa and Kedushin, since the bracha speaks of Kedusha. So, the ten men of the Chosam, the Almana and Alman, were waiting to do a seven-gun salute for the one-time recital of Sheva Brachas, after the Masada Kedushin recited the Birchaz Erison, were invited to come be Panim Chadashos at another Sheva Brachas afterwards, and shoot some more. Which reminds us, it was taught in a Bryce Mavarch and Birchaz Chasanim Basara Koshiva, we recited Sheva Brachas in the presence of ten men all seven days. Rebuda said, This is provided that new faces come to the meal. Rashi defines Panim Chadashos as those who were not there the previous day. Davches, so the Simr Davches is a Chala. So here goes. The Sheva Brachas Chala, Chala, that must be more Davches. The Sheva Brachas Chala made in the shape of a man and a woman joined as one with the text of the Brachas written out with poppy seeds, which reminds us the Gemara lists the text of the Sheva Brachas and relates that besides the Bracha, Abarei Pirakaf and Levi only recited five Brachas, including the third Bracha of Asher Yitzhar Saddam Samo, who formed man in his image, but leaving out the second Bracha of Yotzar Adam, who formed the man. But Rav Asi recited all six. Rav Asi holds Basamach Shava Azlin, and we follow Hashem's plan, which was to make a separate male and female in a separate act of creation. Therefore, two brachas are necessary. Levi holds Basar Maisa's We follow Shem's action in which he created a single entity. Therefore, only one bracha is necessary. So the Sheva brachas chala made in the shape of a man and a woman, joined as one with the text of the brachas, written out with poppy seeds, was taken instead to the mourner's house by the rabbi's maturgaman, who spoke words of comfort. Which reminds us, Rachel Akish instructed his maturgaman to speak words of comfort several times. And regarding the mourners, he said, Rabim Shasu Rabim Yishtu, many drunk from the cup of death and many will drink. Like the drink of the early generations, so is the drink of the later generations. Abai said, one should not say, many will drink nor mention the drink of later generations. For Rabbi Shimon Lakish taught, adam satan. one should never open one's mouth to Satan. So the Sheva Brachas Chola made in the shape of a man and a woman joined as one, with the text of the Brachas written out with poppy seeds, was taken instead to the mourner's house by the rabbi's maturgaman who spoke words of comfort and instructed the mourners to eat it along with ten cups of wine. Which reminds us, Ula said, and some say it was taught in a brisa, Asara Kosos Tikna Chuchamim Beisa Eva, the Chuchamim instituted ten cups of wine in the house of mourning. Rush explains that it's fitting to give a mourner a lot to drink, as the Pusik states, Tanu Shekher Laobed Vyan Lamari Nafesh, give strong drink to one who is destroyed, and wine to those with a bitter soul. Three cups were given before the meal, three during the meal, and four were given after the meal, each one upon the conclusion of one of the four brachas of Birchaz Muslim. Four more cups were instituted, the last for Rabbi Gamliel, because he provoked the change to burial to be only in plain linen garments. But after the Chami saw people were getting drunk, they went back to only ten. Davtes, so the similar Davtes, is a teapot. So here goes. At the Pesach Pesuch tea house, tea house, that must be on Davtes, tea, teapot. At the Pesach Pesuch tea house, where Kalos who became forbidden to the Chassans came for tea, which reminds of Belazar said, Omer Pesach Pesuch Masasi Naman Loserlov. If the Chassan said, I found an open entrance suggesting that she's already in relations with someone else, he's believed to make her forbidden to him. Even though this claim cannot be verified, he is believed as it applies to himself to make her into something that's forbidden to him. He's not believed to the extent that it would make her lose her ksuba. So, at the Pesach Pesuach tea house, where Kalos who became forbidden to their chassans, came for tea, sat one lady who showed the get her husband gave her before he went to war. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, why was Bathsheba permitted to die given there are many witnesses? And the Gemara gives two answers. One, it was done by Ones, or secondly, Uriah gave her a get before going to war. The get was given conditionally to take effect from the time of writing if the husband were to die in battle. 
or he had died on the battlefield, and therefore Batsheva was permitted to David. So at the Pesach Masuach tea house, where Kalsubi came forbidden to their chassans, came for tea, sat one lady who showed the get her husband gave her before he went to war, to a sad friend who lost her ksu because her chassan, who went to the effort of preparing the suda, was believed. Which reminds us of what Yudah said in the name of Shmuel, Omer Pesach Masuch Masasi, Naman Lapsida Ksubasa. When they were asked what did the Chomim achieve by instituting a Ksuba, if the husband could easily free himself of it with this claim, Rav answered that Chazaka ain't Adantariach Masuda Masida. It's Chazaka, man will not put all this effort into preparing the Suda and then waste it. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do we learn that a person who had relations with the Basula can continue to do so on Shabbos since it's like a pirza de chukah, a tight opening, which one can enter on Shabbos despite dislodging pebbles. That's on Dav. Vav. Good. Number two, which stuff do we learn that one reason by Shabbos was not forbidden to Dav and Amalekah is that Uriah gave her a get, al Tanai, when he went to war. That's on Dav. Task. Good. Number three. Which stuff do you learn from Gamliel Bar Rebbe did a wine barrel test to determine if a kala was a basula? That's on Duff. Yud. Good. Number four. Which stuff do you have a question regarding how many Sheva Brachos are recited based on whether we go after Hashem's Machshavah or what he actually did at the time of creation of Adam and Chava? That's on Duff. Ches. Good. Number five. Which stuff do you learn that Sheva Brachos are recited all seven nights in the presence of ten men? Provided that there are Panim Chadashos, that's on Dav. Zion. Good. Number six. Which stuff do you know that has relations Wednesday night because of the Baracha for Dagim and an Almana on Thursday night because of the Baracha for Adam, that's on Dav. Hey. Good. Number seven. Which stuff do you know that Rebbe Lazar holds that a Chosn who says Pesach Basuch Masasi is believed to make the call forbidden to him but not to lose her Ksuba, that's on Dav. Test. Good number eight. Which of them in the Mishmun Gamliel holds that a ksuba for a basua is a deraisa, learned from Kesev Yishkol Kamohar Basuos, and the ksuba for an almana is a derabanan? That's on Duff. Yud. Good number nine. Which of them learned from the Misa of the Maturgman providing comfort of Tiftach Pelus Satan? That's on Duff. Yes, good. And number 10, which stuff do we learn there was a minute to give 10 cups of wine to our mourner and then four more, one of them being as a cupboard to Rabbi Gamliel? That's on Duff. Yes, excellent. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.